you made the right choice. There was no choice. He was slinging pawns at a B&B when he had an epiphany. And they complained about time too, about not playing the end. Hey there, me again. You know, Spencer, free thrall, keep off the borderlands. Uh, you must remember, sure you do. I thought I'd talk a little bit about alignment, because that's never been discussed before, has it? <laughs> but before that, I wanted to share a rather surprising message I got from Che Webster of Roleplay Rescue in response to my Rules of Emergement episode. Take it away, Che. Hey Spencer, Jay, just want to say thanks for your playing your calls and commenting on them. Uh, it seems like an age ago that I recorded that. Um, I just, yeah, just thanks. Uh, it's interesting that you were talking about how you sort of enjoy the game theory stuff because, I mean, I really do too. I, I get a lot out of it, but I've had so much negative feedback now from, from listeners that um, I think I'm just going to shut up about it. Um, just had so many emails, especially uh, rather than call-ins, but yeah. Um, I don't think other people are interested terribly. Um, so I, I think that, you know, in Roleplay Rescue, I'm probably just going to shut up about it. Um, but, you know, I'm glad that someone out there is still um, interested. It's good to know. Thanks, man. Game on. Thanks, Che. Um, now, I responded to Che directly after receiving that message, but I wanted to share it here because it just really struck me as strange that he would get that kind of response from talking about the theory of gaming because I feel that Roleplay Rescue has always been about those deeper conversations around gaming, be that the theory, the philosophy of play, all that kind of stuff. Um, that's been there from the beginning and I've always found that to be of particular interest to me and shocked, I guess, that appears to have got a bunch of negative feedback from that. And, uh, yeah, I just don't really understand it. I get that people may not be interested in that, but, you know, just pay attention to the stuff you are interested in. I mean, the guy's putting this stuff out there for free. I just, I don't know. It boggles my mind. Thanks for your message, Che, and uh, I hope you continue to talk about the things that you feel passionate about. Alignment. I've got to admit, it's something I've had a dim view of in the past. Um, and Old School Essentials is the first game I think I've played him where alignment was actually included. And um, it was quite interesting, actually, how it... Well, firstly, how it made me reconsider alignment 
and how my thoughts of alignment kind of uh, diverged, let's say, from how it's described in the old school essentials, classic fantasy rules. So lawful alignment is essentially acknowledging law and order and behaving accordingly. Neutral considered to be having a more balanced worldview, but acting out of your own interests. And chaos being in opposition to law and order. And that was kind of somewhat different to how I felt when playing characters that had an alignment. Uh, My halfling character, Juss, is neutral, which, you know, I just picked that because that was the default. But because we didn't have a thief in the party, Juss decided to hire a retainer who turned out to be a lawful thief. And I wasn't sure how that works exactly. Um, Being a, a thief who observes law and order struck me as a bit of a paradox. I mean, obviously you've got your sort of gentleman thief or say Robin Hood, but Robin Hood's clearly not obeying the laws of the land, is he? Literally an outlaw. And a lawful outlaw, that's a complete oxymoron, isn't it? And it was just interesting how my own view of alignment, my own interpretation of alignment, influenced my character's actions in a particular situation. I mean, I consider a neutral character to be more in line with balance. And that sort of put me in mind of someone not necessarily out for self-interest, but someone who considered that there is good and bad in the world, but maybe had a more sort of Buddhist perspective on the world, that things were about balance. Or Hamlet's line, there's nothing good or bad, but thinking makes it so. That kind of approach to the world. I I guess putting your own moral compass above the law of the land, whether that constitutes self-interest or not, I don't know. And when we encountered a group of goblins who had the intentions of looting the party, the wizard successfully cast a sleep spell, and then the next step is to slit the goblins' throats. Now, my halfling had reservations about that, but Scutter, the hired thief, had no reservations. I reasoned that because he was lawful, he viewed these as creatures of chaos, as uh, abominations, and he was perfectly justified in slitting their throats. And it just struck me, I mean, that made sense to me, but Jason's character, the dwarf, who was with my thief, who was essentially leading the party, Scruffy, viewed Scutter with suspicion because of his reasoning regarding cutting the goblins' throats. And I guess I was just interested in what other people's thoughts were about what occurred there and my interpretation of alignment. Because it wasn't 
in alignment with how alignment was described in the book. So, yeah. Well, that's about enough from me, I think. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you so much for your calls. If you want to leave me a message, please contact me via the anchor link in the description. You can always email me or leave me an audio message at spencer.freeforall at gmail.com. There's a Facebook page for Keep Off the Borderlands. You can find me on Twitter and MeWe on the Audio Dungeon Discord and various other places on Discord as Free Thrall. I'd also like to thank TJ Drennan for the wonderful music he provides. And it just remains for me to say, take it away, TJ. Warning, if celebrating the sound of dice hitting the table and pondering the meaning of the many acronyms within your player's handbook doesn't cure that burning sensation, please see your doctor.